Welcome to the Madison Voter Podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. Today we are going to recap the college basketball, NBA, and NHL from yesterday. Look ahead to today's game, same for soccer. Then I'll do my NFL New Year's resolutions, which I forgot to do on yesterday's show. News notes and best bets. So, small show today in terms of things to talk about. College basketball is where we'll begin. We will go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to today's games. UNLV beats Bastetta 112-56. Utah State beats Air Force 88-60. Sam Houston beats Dallas 93-53. Grambling beats Bible Studies 84-72. Maryland Eastern beats Clark Summit 95-37. Number four, UConn beats DePaul 85-56. Number one, Purdue beats Maryland 67-53. Number five, Tennessee beats Norfolk State 87-50. Number 8, North Carolina beats Pitt, 70-57. Number 17, FAU beats East Carolina, 79-64. Number 21, Wisconsin beats Iowa, 83-72. Wake beats BC, 84-78. Alabama State beats Johnson, Florida, 84-53. Creighton beats Georgetown, 77-60. Kent State beats Ball State, 82-69. Buffalo beats Central Michigan, 76-64. Bowling Green beats Eastern Michigan, 92-90 in OT. Western Michigan beats Miami of Ohio, 83-74. Toledo beats Ohio, 86-77. Harvard beats Albany, 76-71. Vermont beats Brown, 71-70. Incarnate Word beats OLLU, 83-74. Number 18, Baylor beats Cornell, 98-79. Maurice beats UIC, 85-73. Southern Illinois beats Belmont, 73-63. Kansas State beats Chicago State, 60-55. Akron beats Northern Illinois, 73-51. Wyoming beats San Jose State, 73 573 St. John's beats Butler 8670 number 9 Illinois beats Northwestern 9666 number 14 Duke beats Syracuse 8666 number 25 Auburn beats Penn 8868 SMU beats Charlotte 6654 UBA beats UTSA 7876 Drake beats Illinois State 8871 and number 13 Colorado State beats New Mexico 7668 all right, larger window um, for today, but obviously the larger window is tomorrow. All right, 4 o'clock, Yale Howard. My line's Yale, 3 and a quarter, total 148 and 17 twentieths, and 5 and a half, 144 and a half, um, over. SC Upstate, UNC Asheville, 6. My line's Asheville, 6 and a half, total 147 and 7 tenths. It's nine and a half and one forty one and a half over. Um, Fox Sports one six thirty seeing all number twenty three Providence. Um, my line is Providence by seven total one forty one, and it's Providence by six and a half total, of. Um, I do not see the total. Oh, there it is one thirty seven and a half. I'm over. So three overs out of the gate. Um. Longwood Winthrop, my line is Winthrop by three, total one forty two and nineteen twenty. It says two and a half and one forty one and a half. Slight over. George Mason LaSalle, my line's George Mason by a half, total one forty five and a quarter. And we have three and a half and one thirty eight and a half over. Seven o'clock Army Lafayette. My line is Lafayette two and a quarter, total one twenty nine and three tenths. And it is Two and a half and one twenty-two and a half over, all over so far. Um, ESPN two Louisville Virginia my lines. Um, 
Virginia by 13 and an eighth, total 136. And it is 14F and 127F, over. Georgia Tech, Florida State, ACC Network by line is FSC by two and a half, total 146 and two-fifths. And it's three and a half and 142 and a half, um, over. Evansville, Indiana State, my line is Indiana State by eight and three-eighths, total 155 and seven-twentieths. And it is 14F and 158 and a half. I'm going to take Evansville to cover. High Point Radford. My line is Radford 7 and a quarter, so 148 and 7 tenths. And it is 1 half, 146 and a half. Lay the points. Presbyterian Charleston Southern. My line is Charleston Southern by 1 half, so 144 and a half. And it is Presbyterian two and a half total one forty one and a half. Um, so this is a little bit of a difficult one. So I'm gonna take Charleston Southern plus the points and even money outright. Big Ten Network Rutgers Ohio State millions Ohio State one and eighth total one thirty six and eleven twentieths and it's nine and a half and one thirty two and a half. Um. I'm going to take Rutgers plus the points. Chicago State, Oklahoma State, Mines, Oklahoma State, 27F, total 134 and two fits. And we have 17F and 134.5, um, laying the points. BU Navy, my lines pick them in 131 and 1920ths. And it's 2.5 for Navy, total 129.5. Um, I'm going to take. BU plus the points. Lehigh American, my line's American for the quarter to the line, 48 and 30 in three twentieths. And it is one half and one forty five and a half. Um hmm, this is a little bit of a hard one. Um I'm gonna lay with American. Dayton Davidson, CBS Sports Arc, my line's Dayton, 3 and an eighth, total 137 and 7 tenths, and it is 4 and a half and 136 and a half. Um, Slate Lane Davidson. Fordham, George Washington, my line's George Washington, 7 and a half, total 148. And it is, let's see, 3 and a half and 149 and a half. Um, I'm going to lay with George Washington. Decane UMass. My line is Decane 2 and a half to 151 and a fifth. And it is UMass 1 and a half, total 154 and a half. Oof. Um, I'm going to do Decane plus the points and minus little 8. St. Joe's Rich, or I'm sorry, Rhode Island. Um, my line's St. Joe's by six, total one forty-three and seven twentieths, and it's five and a half and one forty-four and a half, so very very close. Um, slight under. Or yeah, under. Little Chicago St. Louis. My line is St. Louis two and a half, total one forty-two and seventeen twentieths, and it's one and a half and one forty-four and a half. Um, slight under. Loyola Colgate, my line's Colgate 10 and 3 quarters, so 137 and 9 tenths. 
and it is 11 half and 133 and a half um, over. Holy Cross Bucknell, my line's a pick, and 138 and 7 And it's 6 and a half and 134 and a half. Oof, I'm taking Holy Cross to cover. That is a lot of points. West Carolina, the Citadel, my line's West Carolina 5, total 137 and a quarter. And it's two and a half and one three seven half. Oh, actually, like the the laying the points on the road. That's different. Furman Greensboro. My line is Greensboro five and three. It's still one fifty six and a half. And we have two and a half and one fifty one and a half. Um. Over. VMI Wofford. Lines Wofford eight and a quarter. Total one forty eight and three quarters. And. It's 15 half and 151 half. That's a lot of points. Give me VMI in the points. Mercer East, Tennessee State. My line's Mercer as a three point dog. Total 139 and 1320 And we got four and a half and 135 and a half. Um, oh. Chattanooga, Sanford. My line is Sanford six. And five eighths total one fifty sixth and thirteen twentieths and it is by the way, Chattanooga Sanford seven thirty. Um eight and a half, one sixty and a half under Marshall U L Monroe. Um my line is Marshall by an eighth to one forty three and three quarters, and it's six and a half and one forty five and a half. Oof! Giving you a Monroe plus point. Number sixteen, Clemson, Miami, eight o'clock on ESPN. Um, lines Miami three and a half to one fifty three, and it is Clemson one after one fifty. Oof! That's crazy. Give me Miami plus the points, even money outright. Bradley Valpo, mine's Bradley eight to one thirty nine and seven tenths. And it's ten half and one thirty five and a half um over. The big sky summit challenge. We have a couple of those. Um Montana, North Dakota State, my lines Montana by a quarter to one forty three and seven tenths. And it's one half one forty two and a half, very, very close. Um slightly into North Dakota State. Northern Colorado, North Dakota. My lines North Dakota seven a quarter to one fifty and three tenths. It's one half one fifty and a half. Um I'm laying it with North Dakota. That's way too low. Northern Arizona, Omaha. My line's Omaha five and a quarter to one forty-two and seven twentieths. And it's two and a half and one forty-five and a half. Um. Under. Eastern Washington, South Dakota. Mine's East Washington two and a half total one fifty-one and a fifth. And it's six and a half and one fifty-three and a half. Um, give me South Dakota and the points. 830 Foxworth, one Xavier Nova, my line's Nova, six and a half to one forty and nineteen twentieths. And it's eight and a half and one forty and a half. Um taking Xavier in the points. Nine o'clock ESPN two. Stanford UCLA. My line's UCLA four and three it's to one forty two and two fifths. And it is four and a half and one thirty nine and a half. Um over. NC State, Notre Dame, ACC Network, my line's NC State two and an eighth total one three nine and three fifths. And it's four and a half and one three seven half. Um 
Notre Dame in the points. ESPNU Rice Tulane. My line is Tulane nine and an eighth, total one fifty eight and three quarters, and it's eight and a half and one sixty two and a half under. Northern Iowa Missouri State. My line is Missouri State by three and three eighths, total one forty six and three quarters, and it's two and a half and one forty three and a half over. Nebraska wins. Nebraska won after one forty six and two fifths. And it is four and a half and one fifty and a half. Um under. St. Bonaventure VCU CBS Sports Network. My line is VCU by three eighths to one three nine and seven twentieths, and it is four and a half and one thirty three and a half. Um over. More Big Sky Summit Challenge. Um UMKC Sac State, Maryland Sac State, seven three quarters to one forty one and thirteen twentieths, and it's one half and one three seven half. I'm laying the points for Sac State. Um, St. Thomas, Idaho. My line is St. Thomas six and three quarters to one thirty four and seventeen twentieths, and it's five and a half and one thirty one and a half over. South Dakota State, Weber State. My line is Weber six and a half to one thirty eight and three quarters, and it's six and a half. And 141 half under. Idaho State, Denver 930. The line is Denver 3 and a half to 149 and 720. And it's 8 and a half and 151 and a half. Um, I'm taking Idaho State in the points. Rural Roberts, Montana State. My line's Rural Roberts 2 and 3 quarters to 145 and 2 fifths. And it's Montana State 1 half total 1. 43 and a half, well, technically a pick em. Um, But I'm going to take Oral Roberts plus 25 and 10 out, right? Um, 10 o'clock, Pac-12, whatever, Cal, SC. My line is SC by 9, total 152 and 3 quarters. And it's 8 and a half at 151 and a half. Oof. Slight over. Last but not least, 10-35. Sports 1, Fresno State, San Diego State. My line is... San Diego State by eleven and three eighths, total one forty five. And it's fifteen and a half and one thirty six and a half. Um over would be my play there. Now we'll recap the NBA from yesterday and look ahead to today's games. Sixers over the Bulls, one ten ninety seven. Grizzlies over the Spurs, one oh six ninety eight. Pelicans destroy the Nets, one twelve eighty five. Thunder beat the Celtics, one twenty seven, one twenty three. What was the best game of the night? Hornets with a 111-104 outright upset of the Sacramento Kings. And the Warriors beat the Magic 121-115. to Very big window tonight. 7 o'clock, Wizards and Cavs went Cavs 8 and 3 quarters. Total of 233 and 4 fifths. We have... Um... Let's see. Cavs 9F, total 239F. Bucks Pacers, my lines. Bucks by a quarter, total 246 and 19.20. So this is a rematch of the uh, semifinals in the in season tournament. And it's Bucks 2 and F, total 258 and F. Oh my god, I'm dreads way too high. Thunderhawks 730. My line is the Thunder by four and a quarter, so two forty-three and a half, 
and it's two and two forty seven and a half. On the eight o'clock Nets Rockets. My line is the Rockets five and a quarter, so it's eighteen and seven tenths, and it is six and a half and two twenty two and a half. Um under. Raptors Grizz. My line is Grizz three and a quarter, so it's two twenty and three quarters. And it's one and two thirty two and a half. Way under. Um eight thirty. Or no, still eight o'clock. Pelicans T Wolves. Mine's T Wolves by seven total two sixteen and three quarters. And it's six and a half and two thirty or two twenty three and a half. Um under. Eight thirty ABC. Bulls Knicks. Why is this game on ABC? The Bulls don't belong on ABC. The Knicks do, but the Bulls don't. A little favoritism for the big markets and especially the Knicks if Mike Breen calls the game. My line is Knicks by a whopping 16, total 221 and 7 tenths, and it's 9 and 220 and a half. I'm laying the 9 with the Knicks. Blazers, Mavs. My line is Mavs 12 and 3 quarters, total 330 and the 20th, and it's 11 and 234 and a half. Under. Clippers, Suns at 9. My line is Clippers 2 and 3 quarters, total 228 and 7 tenths, and it's 3 and 233 and a half. Under. No Pistons Jazz. My line's Jazz 11, throw 3, 3, 1, and 9 tenths. And why is this locked? Right now it says Utah 8 and a half. Total 239 and a half. Um, under. Way under. 10 o'clock ESPN Heat Lakers. This should be the game that should be on ABC. They should have put Bulls next 7 o'clock ESPN and 830 ABC Heat Lakers. And Mike Breen and company should be at this game. Granted, Lakers are 500, but still a better game than Bulls Knicks. But yet again, favoritism towards the voice of the league doing his own team on ABC. Um, so, Lakers 3 and 3 quarters, still 227, and the 20th, and it is 6 and a half and 226 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the heat plus the points. I think it's too high. That's funny because I've. Uh, but on the Lakers in terms of giving them out, but now against them here. And then Magic Kings, my line's Kings five and a half, total two twenty seven and a quarter and six and a half. Or sorry, four and two thirty three. Under. So a ton of unders today. Now I'm gonna recap the hockey from yesterday and look ahead to tonight's hockey games. Bruins over Jackets for run. Canes over Rangers 6-1. Caps over Defense 4-3. Preds over the Blackhawks 3-0. Habs over the Stars 4-3. Flames over Route 3-1. Jets over the Bolts 4-2. Habs over the Isles 5-4 OT. Oilers over the Flyers 5-2. Panthers over the Coyotes 4-1. Canucks over the Senators 6-3. Leafs over the Kings 3-0. And the Red Wings over the Sharks 5-3. All right, only two games, 7-3, TNT, Devils, Capitals. Um, Vitek, Vandercheck potentially back in D.C. Devils are favored, minus 152. Washington's plus 126, over under 6.5. Overs minus 4, and does minus 118. Devils minus 1.5 is plus 50. Caps plus 1.5 is minus 182. I like the over. And last but least, 9 o'clock, Leafs, Ducks. Leafs minus two five, dogs plus one sixty eight over under six and a half, overs minus one twenty eight, unders plus one four. Leafs minus one half is plus one sixteen, dogs plus one half is minus one forty. This is a hard one. 
but I'm going to lay the one and a half with the leaves at plus 116. Yesterday, and look ahead to today's little soccer games. We'll be with La Liga, Rayo over Catafe 2 0, Real Sociedad, Alaves 1 1 draw, Valencia over Villarreal 3 1. And then today, gonna quickly pull up the odds. Um Cadiz is plus two fifty, Granada plus one twenty, Granada plus ten. Um Granada is is in nineteenth and Cadiz is in seventeenth. Um Cadiz is just better. I'm gonna take my plus two fifty. Um, 115, Celta Vigo and Batiste. Celta Vigo plus 135, Batiste 2 to 1, the draws plus 220. Uh, Celta Vigo is in 18th, and Batiste is in 7th, and Batiste is much better. I'm going to take them to plus 135. Real Madrid and Mallorca. Real Madrid's minus 550, Marcos 11 to 1, the draws plus 550. For this one, we are going to go. With a bold over three and a half goals at plus one sixty eight, and then three thirty of Girona and Atletico. Um, the second and third place teams in the league, so that's awesome. Um, Girona plus one fifty, Madrid plus one sixty five. The draw is plus two fifty. I'm gonna go with the draw here at plus two fifty. Okay, Premier League. Um, West Ham Brighton nil nil draw. Copa Italia. Milan over Cagliari, 4-1. And then today at noon, you have Adelana and Sisula. Um, I'm going to quickly um, pull up those odds. Um, Adelana minus 250, Sisula 6 to 1, the draws plus 360. I like over 3.5 goals at plus 122. And 3 o'clock, yes, Roma and Cremonese. Roma minus 270, Cremonese plus 650, the draws plus 370. I'm going to go under two and a half goals at minus 116. Um, we're just going to do some other leagues real quick. Um, Premiership, um, we talked about it earlier on um, yesterday's podcast. Um, Dundee St. Johnstone postponed. Um Hibernian and Motherwell 2 to draw. Hearts over Livingston 2 1. Rangers over Kilmarnock 3 1. Aberdeen over Ross County 3 0. And Celtic over St. Marin 3 0. And then the Pro League. Um, we don't have anything. Um, so we really don't have much soccer. Uh, Liga MX, uh, Torino, um, Clausura, that begins Friday the 12th. Um, so yeah, that's really it for soccer today. All right, now I'm going to do um, NFL New Year's resolutions for each team. Um, I was supposed to do this on the podcast yesterday, but... I forgot. So we're do 
Um, football today, baseball tomorrow, Friday we'll do the NBA, and then on Monday, next week, we'll do the NHL. So without further ado, here we go, in alphabetical order. The Arizona Cardinals New Year's resolution, improve the offensive line. Um, I think that they are a team that um, uh, cannot trade a Kyler Murray because I don't know if anybody wants his contract. So, what's the next best thing to do is improve a weak offensive line and the interior in particular. Because with Kyler healthy and a decent offensive line, like that is a decent team in the NFC West. Maybe that's like a seven-win team rather than a four-win team. The Atlanta Falcons. Upgrade a quarterback. Um, the quarterback position is going to cost this team potentially a division title. Um, um, Desmond Ritter was awful. Taylor Heineke's a backup for a reason. So there's going to be quarterbacks that are available via trade and free agency for Atlanta to pursue. Russell Wilson, Daniel Jones, maybe Derek Carr, um, maybe Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins. Um, so the Falcons, any of those guys I just listed, are upgrades over the combo they trotted out this year. Because with a good quarterback, that team's probably your division winner this year. Because they have a good offensive line and they have good skill positions. And that coach is probably gone too, but um, that GM um, should have um, addressed the quarterback position more. The Baltimore Ravens. Keep Lamar Jackson healthy at all costs. Um, Lamar Jackson's health um, has derailed the Ravens the past several seasons. And now he's finally healthy, and they're the one seed in the AFC. God forbid something happens to him. They're screwed. If I'm the Ravens, sit him this week. So keep him healthy at all costs. Plus, he's super fun to watch. The Buffalo Bills make the Super Bowl. Um, they have not made the Super Bowl in the Josh Allen era. Um, they lost the um, the 13-second game, as we know, a couple years ago. And then they lost at home to the Bengals last year. And then they lost to the Chiefs the year before the 13-second game, too. And... This seems so talented and just has yet to get over the hump. The Carolina Panthers must nail the coaching hire. This is an absolute must. They must nail the coaching hire. I mean, what else do I have to say? Because Frank Reich was a disaster. Matt Rule was a disaster. And... David Tepper is just awful at his job. And he sometimes goes for the sexy toys, but sometimes the sexy toys don't always work out, as we saw 
with Reich, and then obviously with um, uh, Matt Rule. So go out, nail the hire. I mean, Jim Harbaugh fits that description, but at least he was a proven uh, head coach on the NFL level with the 49ers all those years ago. Um, and he was better than Matt Rule and Frank Reich. So they have to nail it. Um, the Chicago Bears. Keep Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields, these past several weeks, has shown that he could be a franchise quarterback. I think he's the top half of the league quarterback now. And if he didn't get injured, the Bears would have been in the playoff hunt. The Cincinnati Bengals. Get Joe Burrow healthy for week one next year. Um, Joe Burrow getting injured was the biggest injury of the season. There's no doubt about it in my mind. And I think it obviously changed the trajectory of the season. I think they would have challenged the Ravens for that division. And I think that he would have challenged, as in Burrow, he would have challenged Lamar for the MVP. And I think they could have been the Super Bowl favorites in the AFC. So, get Joe Burrow healthy for week one, and that's going to be everybody's bounce-back pick to win its division and make the playoffs in 2024. The Cleveland Browns. Get a WR2. Um, I think if this team um, doesn't go on a run, I think it's going to be because of the lack of weapons. Joe Flacco is playing out of his mind right now. I mean, maybe he turns back into a pumpkin in reality, but um, Deshaun Watson's going to be their week one starting quarterback next year, and he needs a WR2. I don't think Elijah Moore's the guy. Amari Cooper's a one. We know that. But they need a WR2. The Dallas Cowboys make the NFC Championship game. Um, They haven't made the NFC Championship game since the 1995 season. And that's the same season they last won a Super Bowl in. That's crazy that they haven't made a conference championship round in 28 years. And I think getting to the NFC title game is a successful season for the Dallas Cowboys. Not to step on... uh, the theme of uh, next week's power rankings. Um, the Denver Broncos get an impact pass rusher. Um, I genuinely believe that the Denver Broncos' lack of a pass rush is why they are where they are. Russell Wilson isn't why they gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins. I think Russell Wilson got too much blame for this season. And obviously Sean Payton took the money and is like, I don't like Russell Wilson. And he benched him with the front office probably signing off on it because they didn't acquire Russell Wilson. And this ownership didn't acquire Russell Wilson. But they need to get that impact pass rusher like they had with Von Miller in his heyday and then Bradley Chubb early on in his career. So... um. I think that is a big thing for the Denver Broncos if they are to uh, get back into the playoff pitcher in the AFC next year. The Detroit Lions. Get an impact defensive back. Um, 
I think their secondary is weak. Um, CJ Gardner Johnson's never healthy. They lost Emmanuel Mosley for the year, and their safeties are not very good. So, I think every good team can throw on them. Dallas thrown them a little bit. Obviously, the Ravens did that one week. So to me, they need an impact guy in their secondary. The Green Bay Packers. Okay, this is a controversial one because this is um, something I'm on the fence on, but it's something that it might be worth a shot at. I think they need to figure out what to do with Jordan Love, um, whether that's extending him or franchise tagging him, but they need to do something with Jordan Love and commit to him for at least next season. Um, I think he's shown enough to at least be their starter next year. Um, But long-term, I'm not so sure because this could be this year's Daniel Jones where he's really good this year, they pay him, and then he stinks next year. And the Packers take a step back because of it. So um, it might be a buyer's remorse situation similar to Daniel Jones. But extending him, to me, um, shouldn't be out of the question. Or at least figuring out what to do for at least um, for next season. Um, the Houston Texans, get a WR1. Um, Nico Collins is not a WR1. He's a WR3 on a good team. And C.J. Stroud made him a WR1. And that shows to how great of a quarterback C.J. Stroud is as a rookie. They need a WR1 in the worst way. Um Maybe they trade up. Oh, wait, they don't have a first-round pick. Oh, my God. That's a disaster. Well, not that bad of a disaster because um, Will Anderson's really good. And their first-round pick's going to be in the teens, which is really good for Arizona. Which they can take Marvin Harrison with the top five pick and then trade up and get a lineman. And that would just be a monster win for Arizona. But maybe they get that WR1 in free agency instead. So, um, or maybe somebody gets traded. Maybe uh, Devontae Adams, that's a destination for him. Or maybe they'll be in the Mike Evans sweepstakes or something like that. But yeah, Houston, get a WR1. The Colts. Get a linebacker to replace Shaq Leonard. Um... I think their defense got worse after Shaq Leonard was released and after he got hurt. And Leonard's a good player. And he was a top 50 asset in the league while he was at his peak with the Colts. So I think they need that linebacker, somebody like um, like how the Ravens added Roquan Smith and changed their defense. The, the Bears replaced Roquan Smith with Tremaine Edmonds, but it has to be somebody like that. Uh, it's probably going to have to happen in free agency. The Jaguars. Make a change at defensive coordinator or at cornerbacks coach. Um, I feel like their defense has underachieved the season. Well, the entire team is underachieved. And I think they need to make some changes to the coaching staff. I think it'd be too soon to get rid of Doug Peterson after uh, making the playoffs in his first year. So if I'm Doug Peterson, just change your staff a little bit. Specifically on the defensive side of the ball. The Kansas City Chiefs. Get a WR1 at all costs. And I wrote that all in capital letters. Um, 
the biggest weakness on the Kansas City Chiefs is the lack of playmakers on offense. Um, we know that Travis Kelsey's getting old. Isaiah Pacheco is getting better, but he seems to be getting hurt a lot. Um, and that's what happens when you trade Tyreek Hill. Your offense gets worse. Um, so I mentioned those guys like Adams and Evans that are going to be in play for the Chiefs. Evans would be perfect for them. Um, so that would be really good. Um, so, um, they need to get a WR1. That's probably the uh, biggest one on here. Um, Los Angeles Chargers, or I'm sorry, Las Vegas Raiders, upgrade the quarterback position. To me, Aiden O'Connell's not the answer. He reminds me a lot of Davis Mills from the Texans, where um, he would have, like, interesting performances, and then he would just be really, really bad. So maybe he's just a backup. Um, so I think they're going to be in the marketplace for the veterans I mentioned for Atlanta, like Russell Wilson, Daniel Jones, um, Kyler, potentially. Kirk Cousins, maybe Baker Mayfield. But yeah, they need to upgrade at the quarterback position. And Jimmy G's not the long-term guy either. Um, Los Angeles Chargers, hire a competent coach. Um, this is a emphasized one as well. Um, the Chargers are probably a playoff team if Bill Belichick or somebody awesome is their coach. Um so Bill's obviously an option. Jim Harbaugh's an option. Um, so, um, or maybe like an awesome OC or maybe another coach is available via trade. Um, so the Chargers just need to hire somebody competent and preferably somebody with experience. Um, The Los Angeles Rams. Keep Sean McVay and the core together. Um, I think that the Rams, when healthy, are a team to be reckoned with in the NFC. That was obviously a trap game that they nearly lost last week at the Giants. They're looking ahead to that 49er game and into the postseason. But this team can't be slept on, and they need to keep Sean McVay at all costs and the core together because um, – if somebody leaves from that core, um, say hello to last place in 2024. Because, or maybe third, because who knows with Seattle and Arizona with Kyler's better. Um, or it could be better. Um, the Miami Dolphins. Decide on what to do with Tua Tungavaloa. Um, They have not extended him yet. Um, and he is... Going to be in year five next year. So, this can't be a storyline. It's similar to Green Bay with Jordan Love. Like, figure out what to do. Minnesota, re-sign Kirk Cousins. Um, and obviously extend Justin Jefferson, too. But um, 
they should re-sign Kirk Cousins. If they would have won that division this year had he not gotten injured. That was a division-changing injury, in my opinion. And from what we saw with Detroit at points this year, and even obviously with the Vikes, with their shortcomings at the quarterback position after Cousins got injured. So Minnesota just re-sign him and um, give him a nice deal. Don't overpay. The New England Patriots draft the quarterback of the future. I think this is more important than the Belichick thing. This is with or without Belichick. They just have to do it. Mac Jones isn't the guy. Bailey Zappi obviously isn't the guy. And they're going to have a top five pick. Draft the guy of the future. New Orleans Saints. Fire Dennis Allen. Um, I hate that I, I have to say it like that, but Dennis Allen is the worst coach in that division. He's a worse coach than Todd Bowles. At least Todd Bowles might make the playoffs again with this team without Tom Brady. Um, Arthur Smith's bad. Um, but I guess that's competition. And then obviously um, Reich was really bad too. So like before the year, we thought this was the worst coach in the division, but he might still be. He was awful with the Raiders. And the Saints probably have the most talent in the division. And Allen is just a common denominator because he was worked under Sean Payton as his defensive coordinator. And then he gets promoted to the job when Peyton leaves. So um, they just need to um, get a new coach. The New York football giants get new coordinators. Um, This was another one that I could have put, get the next franchise quarterback. But um, I think that there's a possibility Daniel Jones is their week one starter next year. And I know a lot of giant fans don't want to hear it, but it might be factual. Similar to um, Geno Smith in Seattle and Kyler Murray in Arizona. So um, I would just um, get rid of another, um, release um, Mike Kapka and Wink Martindale. Neither of them have done good jobs this year. Like, people want Wink back, but. Um, well, you gave up 30-plus points to the Cowboys and the Eagles every time, so you got to go. Especially 40-plus to the Cowboys twice. Bye-bye. Um, so it's kind of like a college sport treatment. Um, so I would just get new coordinators and um, keep Dayball, obviously. And um, that team has a lot of work to do in the offseason. New York Jets. Upgrade the offensive line. This has to be profound. And there's one guy in particular that I think they should get, and that is Green Bay Packers tackle David Bakhtiari. I know everybody's talking about Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. Um, I'm surprised Mason Crosby's not on the Jets right now, honestly. <laughs> but the Green Bay player they should be targeting is Bakhtiari. And Green Bay is playing well with Adams, so it's like a Ewing theory kind of deal. So maybe they get Bakhtiari. The Philadelphia Eagles changed the defensive coaching staff. Um, maybe Jonathan Gannon was um, a bigger loss than we realized. Because he's doing an admirable job despite only winning four games this year. Um, and obviously winning as a big dog against Philly and winning as a big dog against Dallas 
in almost beating the Giants. Um, and they beat the Steelers. And then they beat... So they beat three good teams this year. Dallas Steelers and Eagles. And then I think they beat... One other team. Was it Atlanta? I forgot. They beat somebody else. Oh, they're competitive with the Niners twice. I mean, I know I'm praising Jonathan Gannon, but he was a big loss for Philly. Matt Patricia's the worst coach I've seen in a long time. Like, they need an entire makeover on the defensive coaching staff in Philadelphia. Pittsburgh Steelers. Keep Mike Tomlin at all costs. There's rumors about him potentially being a trade coach, but if I'm Pittsburgh, I keep him. Um, There's a reason he hasn't had a losing season as a head coach. Probably the best coach in the league right now. Um, The San Francisco 49ers win the Super Bowl. Um, This is profound. They're they're the best team. Um, Best roster, top to bottom. Um, Kyle Shanahan just is never done it and the narrative's gonna get louder and louder and louder if they don't win and if they don't win in this window that they have you know it's gonna be because of the Trey Lance pick that pick might cost them a Super Bowl um there's so many other players that they could have taken and then they could have obviously um, kept Jimmy and then discovered Purdy later on without even taking Lance. So they were at the 12th pick. Guess who was picked at 12? Micah Parsons. He could have helped the 49ers. They could have Rayshon Slater. Maybe they could have moved up to six. And maybe, like, like, I know Miami had the trade down and somebody else had to move up for the quarterback. Maybe the Bears would have moved up to three and take Justin Fields. Or the Patriots move up and take Mac Jones. And then if San Francisco stays at 12, they could add Micah Parsons. They could add Rayshon Slater. Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, Landon Dickerson. But that's a, that's a second rounder. Um, but the big ones, Micah Parsons. They could add Micah Parsons or Rayshon Slater. Imagine having Rayshon Slater and um, Trent Williams on that line, and then they wouldn't have paid uh, McGlinchey. And then if they had Mike, uh, that that's just an unbeatable team. But if, say, they moved up to six, they could have had Waddle, and it would have been Waddle, um, Ayuk, and um, Debo. Or they could have had Patrick Sertain. He's a stud in Denver. I mean, there's so many guys. Jamar Chase. They could have taken Jamar Chase at three if they wanted to. Or if they stayed at 12 and moved up and got somebody else. But there's so many guys that could have been on the 49ers in theory instead of Trey Lance. And if they had Micah Parsons or Rayshon Slater, they definitely would have won a Super Bowl. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick. The Seattle Seahawks. Explore finding the quarterback of the future. I think Daniel, or I'm sorry, Geno Smith has had a similar season to what Daniel Jones had before Jones tore his ACL. Um, 
I just don't think Gino's been that good this year. And I think last year was in a little bit of an aberration and it's looking clearer by the day because they're not they're probably not gonna make the playoffs. And obviously Drew Locke's not the answer either. And that's another potential regret. They probably should have taken a quarterback with the pick instead of um Witherspoon. And Witherspoon's fantastic. But the, that could be similar to the Giants passing on Josh Allen and Lamar in 2018 or the um, Falcons passing on the quarterback the last couple of years for Kyle Pitts and uh, Drake London and B. John Robinson. So um, similar situation potentially looming for Seattle. Um, Tampa Bay, um, re-signed Baker Mayfield. Hot take alert. Yes. Baker's been great this year, except for, obviously, last week against New Orleans. Um, but they should resign Baker. But that could be another Daniel Jones situation, though. But I would do it. Um, Tennessee. Keep Mike Vrabel at all costs. This is a loud, emphatic one as well. I think Vrabel's an excellent coach. I know he didn't have a good year this year, but he had a ton of injuries and a rookie quarterback playing most of the season. And that team just isn't very good. And Rayball, if if Rayball wasn't their coach, they would be battling with um the Bears with the Panthers pick for the first overall pick. Like or they would have been like where the Patriots and the Giants are, like in that four or five or they are in that range right now, but um they would have been just as bad as them. Um but Tennessee's not as bad as those teams. I just feel like they got injured this year. And you know, I agree hearing the Vrabel to uh, New England rumors. They need to keep Vrabel. And then Washington, nears resolution, do a complete reset. You need a new coach. You need a new quarterback. And that could be next year's Houston if they pick the right quarterback and if they hire the right coach. But that doesn't necessarily mean playoffs next year because the Texans might not even make the playoffs this year. So... That could be next year's Houston with the right quarterback and coach. So there you have it for the New Year's resolutions NFL style. Now we'll do the news and notes for today. Not a lot of news and notes. Um, so um, W um, College, so women's college, um, Caitlin Clark had a buzzer beater as – she wins it from the logo to cap off a 40-point night. She's a star. We talked about her a little bit on yesterday's podcast. Um, good news for Washington. Uh, Dylan Johnson expected to suit up for the Huskies in the college football playoff championship game. So that's exciting. Um, Brock Bowers declares for the draft. That's not surprising. He's going to be a top 10 pick. Maybe top 5 pick. Who knows? He needs to get drafted by the Chargers. That's like the perfect Charger. Um. They've watched him end up on the Jets. Um, 27.2 million watched Michigan-Alabama as the college football playoff semifinal was a top 10 cable telecast of all time. Wow. Kirk Herbstreet says that the Rose Bowl should host the national championship every year. Um, I don't hate that take. But at the same time... That's UCLA's home field advantage. And UCLA, it would be like a home game for them if they were to make the title. So that's where I disagree with Kirk a little bit, but I don't hate it. Um, 
So Jim Harbaugh's parents were very happy after the Rose Bowl win. And another funny Rose Bowl thing, um, Connor Stallions was spotted in the stands watching uh, the game. That's so funny. Um, and how about this? Um, there were Texas fans that were feuding with Washington players as things got heated after the Sugar Bowl. And speaking of Texas, Xavier Worthy declares for the draft. That's a big loss for the Longhorns. Um, oh, this is interesting. The Cardinals are keeping Kyler in 2024. Jonathan Gannon says, there is no doubt Murray will be QB1 next season. Wow, that's strong. Well, I wrote down the nearest resolutions before that came out, but wow. Um, so that's good news for somebody like the Giants who might want to part ways with Daniel Jones and draft a quarterback. Because that takes Kyler off the market. It looks like Justin Fields is off the market, too. So Atlanta might be staring at Daniel Jones and Russell Wilson. Um, Panthers owner fined three hundred grand for unacceptable conduct after throwing drink at a fan on Sunday. And he also may be suspended and could also face a substantial fine. Holy crap. Um, The Jets and Dalvin Cook part ways as he now has an opportunity to play for a playoff team. Um, Now the question is, who is it? Will he go to Dallas to play with Tony Pollard? Um, That makes sense because Tony Pollard hasn't proven to be the man this year after he was a breakout pick by many that hasn't lived up to hype. He won't go to Philly. Um, He won't go to the Lions. He won't go to the Bucks or the NFC South winner, for that matter. Um, he won't go to the Niners. Um, the Rams, I mean, Kyron Williams has broke out this year, so um, no. The Bills have James Cook. He's broke out this year. I mean, will it be Miami if Mostert's not healthy? Um. Pittsburgh, Najee Harris has kind of come alive lately. So has Jalen Warren, so that doesn't make sense. Uh, but the one that makes sense is the Ravens because um, Mitchell got hurt. And um, Gus Edwards, he was an upgrade over Gus Edwards. So the Ravens make sense. The Cowboys make sense. Um, Maybe... Houston, is he an upgrade over Singletary? Probably. And I could see the Chiefs making some sense on paper, too, because they need pass catchers. So the Chiefs kind of make sense, too. Um, I'm surprised Zach Ertz never signed with anybody. Um, Because they're talking about him for the Chiefs. Um, So, yeah. We'll see where he lands. Um... And then the NFL sends an eligibility memo as they remind players to clearly report as eligible after Cowboys-Lions drama. Um, so Yoshinimo Yamamoto has an opt-out in his contract linked to elbow health. Interesting. Then Man United to loan Sancho as um, Dortmund is in talks with Sancho about return to Bundesliga. So 
keep an eye out for that for soccer. So there you have it for the news and notes. Last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. I hate betting on a team I root for for best bet, but I have to do it here. The Chicago Bulls have a shit ton of injuries. Their best players here, Cody White. Kobe White is out. And the Knicks are giving less than 10. Maybe I'm falling for the injury trap again. But I don't care. I'm laying a quarter unit on the New York Knicks. Minus nine against the Bulls. This is going to be a blowout. They love playing in nationally televised games, this group. You're going to be hearing a lot of exciting bang calls for Mike Breen. Assuming he's calling the game. As he should he? Probably should be in L.A., but they'll probably put him in New York because favoritism towards the team he uh, is the voice of. So I'm going to lay the nine with the Knicks. This is going to be a blowout. They're going to win this game by like 17 points. So Knicks minus nine against the Bulls. Best bet of the day. All right, so that's it for the show. It'll be back tomorrow recapping everything. We'll get to everything um, for tomorrow. And then we have golf and we have MLB New Year's resolutions to do as well. Have a great day, everyone.